How are you guys doing today? My name is Vincent. And I'm Francis. And I'm glad you could join us today for some late night chill vibes, the podcast where philosophy, life, and existing as human beings can become a casual discussion. In this episode, we will be talking about suffering. We'll talk about how suffering pops up in our lives and we'll try to define it for ourselves. We'll talk about whether suffering is more a possibility or more a certainty. And we'll talk about the role suffering has in our development as resilient ass people. <laughs> All right, Francis, let's start vibing, shall we? Let's do it. Welcome to another episode of Late Night Chill Vibes, as we said before. Um, this episode's a little bit different. Usually, for those like who've listened to this, ep- uh, this podcast before, we usually have like Act 1, Act 2, and all that stuff. But um, we did have an episode in the past called Process versus Passion, where Francis and I had two different views of how to look at things. And we kind of went through the whole episode trying to figure out how they can, we can make that bridge between the two. Um, and this episode is kind of similar. It's about suffering and the two ways of looking at it. Um, Francis, let's let's hear your idea. So my idea of suffering is a way of looking at it like how suffering isn't just the the word and like all the pain behind it, like suffering. Oh, suffering is like you know going through intense pain. No, it's not like that. It's kind of like it's more it's more of an idea of something that you have to endure that kind of sucks in the moment but that will eventually come to a point where you can be proud of what you've done during the planning stages we were talking about like how, how our how our ideas of suffering differ the most is by imagining a door and then those there's a label on that door and that label is how kind of our ideas differ and my idea is that on the door the label is suffering plus happiness or suffering plus um joy or something like that because when you enter the door you know that there's going to be suffering in there for sure so it's a certainty and along with that suffering comes the joy that uh you you give to yourself because you endure that suffering so that's my that's my version of it my view of it like i brought this up like right at the beginning because i thought it i thought it made sense and i think it's like a it's a good way of seeing suffering suffering is the first step okay Whenever you're doing something and you want to get better at it, or if you if, if you want to go and improve yourself, suffering is the first step because as a baby, you cry. Ooh, I and, love and that. And you can only go, thank you. And you can only go up from there. <laughs> so there you go. Now, Vinny, what is yours? Well, first of all, us? suffering is the first step because as a baby, you cry. That That is such a good, like, I, did you come up with this? Was this like something that you came up with? Yeah, yeah, I literally just <laughs> thought of it. <laughs> it's so good. Like, oh, thank you. When, when we, this topic <laughs> itself, it's so like, it's all about, so again, obviously it's about suffering, but if you can like, if you're constantly, if that is your anchor to this argument, it's such a hard argument to fight against. And uh, think about it as like an analogy. It really is an analogy and it's a perfect analogy for like your whole argument because as a baby, you cried first. And then, like, after that, you can experience happiness. Um, so my idea of happiness is similar to yours. But the difference is that I don't think that we have to experience suffering in order to experience happiness. So the way I think of it, um, at this point, it's not more about suffering itself. It's more about the potential of 
happiness, I guess, for me. Instead of having to experience suffering first, I think the potential of suffering is good enough to experience that same amount of happiness that you would experience if you went through suffering first. Now, I, I, I acknowledge that we're all humans, right? We're, every, we're all human. So obviously we will go through suffering eventually. Like it's just part of nature that we will. But um, from moment to moment, from situation to situation, from life skill to another life skill, I don't think you need to experience suffering to reach happiness or success. I think the potential of it alone is good enough to reach happiness or success. Uh, for those listening, um, I'm not asking you to pick sides, but like, come look at this from one perspective to another or stick to one perspective and see how it takes you. Like, Don't dismiss the other one just because you've already believed one over the other. You know, so we encourage you to think along. So how are we starting this? What do you think? What is the first thing mm, yes. that we should get into here? I have a question. When you say the potential of suffering, is that like a feeling that you have that you always bring with you? Because in my mind, the potential for suffering is just anxiety. I don't know if people can live a life of anxiety. I, I wouldn't say it's the feeling of potential for suffering. I think it's just the knowledge of it is... Like, you know that you could um, lose this job, right? It, it kind of is like that. It, you know that there's a chance you could lose this job from every every case you take, from every project you end up bringing up. There's always that chance that if you don't do this right, if you don't properly do this or follow the rules or whatever the precautions are, if you don't do it properly, there's potential for you to be fired. There's potential for you to suffer and fail. Um, but... Like, I don't think that you have to suffer or fail in order to reach success. I think just the knowledge of it. I, I don't know how well this answers your question. Th does it answer your question at all? I guess use the word anxiety. Because uh, I feel like that's, it's just, I'd just be anxious all the time if I knew that there would be a possibility that I'd have to endure some sort of suffering. Well, what's the difference? Okay, then what's the difference between just the potential of suffering gives you anxiety versus knowing that there's suffering going to happen. Yeah, when you know, when you know that there's suffering that's behind that door, you're gonna kind of face it more than being cautious of the suffering that's going, might occur. You're just going to be on, like you're gonna be ready for it. And then you're gonna try and actively fight against it when you go through that door, if you know that there's suffering behind that door for sure. If it's if it's a possibility, then you're gonna kind of go in there maybe half cautious. Maybe that might not that might lead to an outcome that's kind of diluted or something like that. That's yeah. In my mind, that's that's kind of where where I stand. Everything that we do, maybe it's studying for a test. We there's that chance of failure for when we study a test, but we don't want to experience that failure. And I guess this isn't really a good example for you because I know that you get really anxious before tests and even studying for tests. But when you're studying for a test, wouldn't you rather know that there's potential that you could fail or know that you are going to fail this test? Like in, in both cases, which one where would you rather, would you study harder if you know you're going to fail or would you study harder if there's potential to fail? Yeah, I would study harder if there was a potential to fail. I think that's uh, that's different from what suffering is, though. Okay, I think yeah, that's that's the fair. potential. Yeah, the potential of suffering uh, during the test 
is kind of leaving too much up to chance and leaving too much up to an anxious kind of place that I think somebody would go to. I'm not sure about this for everybody, but an an anxious place somebody would go to if they didn't know there would be hard work on the other side, some some tr- some tribulation on the other side. Whereas if you go in there and you're outside of the door, maybe the, it's maybe you're outside of the testing hall. You're just there, and you know that as you en- when you enter, there's going to be some fighting that has to occur, and you're just ready for it, right? That's what I think is is kind of is a better is a better way of looking at it. That you you know you're going to have to fight a little, yeah. What you're saying is, um, when you're going into that test and you're ready to battle, the battle itself, you're battling against suffering. But the way I see it is when you're doing that test. You're battling against. I wait. I'm confused now. I feel like that's the same argument as me. The reason most of us. Okay, this is the reason why I study, and I said this the other day. And it was before we started talking about the suffering thing. The reason why I study is because I don't want to like obviously fail the test, but also so that I can go through the test easily, right? I can just I know what I'm doing, and I can just go through it. To me, that is what. What sounds like is the potential for suffering. Knowing that there's potential for suffering while I'm taking while I'm taking the test was good enough for me to study like really hard for it because I didn't want to experience that suffering. And maybe like because of that, I didn't have to experience that suffering at all of actually like the test itself. But because I studied so hard and knowing and knowing that there's potential for that suffering while I'm taking the test, studying that hard made that a lot easier. So then, where you stand is in the test, the suffering that you do not want to endure, kind of manifests itself way before the test when you're deciding whether or not to study, and you're saying to yourself like, "I don't want to be suffering at that point." So right now, is the time. That's what I mean. Like that, the knowledge for that potential suffering is good enough to reach happiness. Like. Because I studied so hard for this, I don't have to experience the suffering of the test itself, and I can just go through the test and reach happiness. So, in a way, I guess in a way, you kind of suffer when you're studying so hard for that test, but that's like minuscule compared to the test itself. You know, I, there's so much more suffering when you're doing the test compared to、um, preparing for it. Yeah, in that sense, I agree. Maybe it's a more long-term argument on your end because if you recognize that there's potential for suffering past the door, then you can plan for that and you can take action before you enter. But for me, recognizing that there is suffering to come, pump yourself up because where your mind at isn't before the door, but it's after after you enter. Maybe that's where I think the Argument lies. Like, where do you, like, you can you can tell me if you agree or not. But where do you put the importance, before the door or after the door? Because in my, in my mind, you put the importance after the door because past this door, you don't know what's going to happen. You're going to be prepared for it because in your mind, you say that there's for sure going to be suffering on the other end. But the suffering is going to lead to something. It's going to lead to growth or some benefit. Where you put your suffering is in the potential that there will be suffering past the door. So, 
you can plan and you can prepare before you enter. Yeah, do you agree? Like that's where you we put the distinction here, where the importance is. Is it after or before? So you're saying the important for you, the importance is after the door. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See that. See, my importance is before the door. Mm, okay. Okay. See that. That's a really good thing okay. that we know now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Because okay, it's kind of like what we talked about with the expectations episode. That was two weeks ago, um, where you can, where the focus is on the process, not the result. That's why I think maybe that's why that potential for suffering is so it was clearer to me because the potential for suffering is something that you can control right now. Um, knowing that there's suffering ahead, that what you whatever you do right now is not going to control that. You're going to experience suffering. But if I can control something right now, for example, study really hard for the test, I can avoid that suffering. So for me, the importance is before the door. That's yeah, that's the yeah, that's a big distinction, I guess, because yeah, I think that all the importance is after it. I agree. I agree that preparation is very important. And to some extent, there's something that there's things that you, you definitely have to prepare for and that you definitely need or else you're just lost in the chances of you making it through whatever's behind that door is going to be very minuscule if you don't prepare somewhat. Right. You need your pencil. You need your calculator, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um Beyond that, what I'm thinking is there's nothing really you can prepare for when it comes to things that you know nothing about. And I guess just from my experience in engineering, yeah, you can study for some stuff, but there's so many curveballs that the prof can throw at you that that at times it think you, you think that, you know, the knowledge that you gain in class day after day in lecture can't really give you the the insight or the um in math videos they always say this word i forget what it's the intuition the intuition that you need in order to actually solve a hard question on the test so you recognize before the test happens that there's nothing you can do about what's going to be on that paper behind that door right then and there that it's going to be suffering past the door but after that you're going to be you're going to be done and you're going to be happy that you did it right rather than uh preparing for all the time beforehand and not really knowing if it's enough and to me that's kind of its own suffering <laughs> just just uh yeah going through a time when you don't really know what the hell's going on and then coming to the test i think it's even worse to be outside that door knowing that you suffered through the studying and and through all the time that you put into it and still not really having any clear like any certainties of anything past that door when you're there on the threshold, you just got to be ready to fight. And there's no relaxation that comes from preparation. That's a really good point. Like like you said, you can't, there's nothing that can prepare you for something that the, the, pro, the prof just throws in there. Like you can't, you can't know that. I guess like the one thing I have to say, it's not much of an argument. It's just more of a comment. Would you say the happiness that you felt... Um, would have been the same, greater, or less than if you had studied a lot more beforehand, before the test. Yeah, I guess speaking from past experience, it's all just been like trying to reassure yourself from conversation that's conversations that occur outside of the uh, testing hall. So you go to <laughs> so you go to your friends and you'd be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, this question, this question. What did you do? Oh that. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. up now. Uh, like so, then we just level each other out, and then eventually we just we're on the same page of how we screwed up or how we didn't do what we did do. Maybe if you didn't have that, like 
if the test was life, for example, and you, and sometimes you're on your own, uh, what would happen then? I guess the entire focus would be on the test itself rather than the things that you studied for and kind of would be mad about, I think, because you thought you knew what you were supposed to know, but it didn't end up helping you in the end. That's that. I think that's the fear, like coming out of there, knowing that you studied and then what you studied didn't really help at all. What it is in the end is just being at the threshold, ready to fight after you fight, coming out of it, saying that you did what you could do because you were ready and you and you knew that you were going to have to suffer through it. But then at the end, say that, okay, there's stuff that I learned from this. I don't know, how. to what degree do you think it'll happen? The impression that you have of this test will stay with you if you studied versus if you don't study. Like after you come out of there, if you studied, do you think that the test will stay with you more if you'd studied or if you didn't study? What do you mean it'll stay with you more? If, we're the, if the test were the actual learning, which is maybe another point of uh, a point of differentiation between our two theories here. If the test were the actual where the actual learning happened, do you think that you'd take more out of it if you studied or if you didn't study beforehand? Kind of, I'm more confused to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would, I would be confused too. Okay, okay. Here's a better question. Here's a better question. Do you think, um, not talking about like tests in school but tests in life like where you where you where you're out there and you do stuff and you learn only by doing i guess this is more leading as well just because i said that but do you think learning happens when you study for the tests of life or when you're actually in the tests and you come out of them afterwards well okay the the thing is when i think of potential for suffering i don't think there is like in real life the only reason i do agree that we should move away from the test because now it's kind of it's kind of blurring my belief in this the suffering for the potential for suffering i don't think there's all there's not a in in life there's not a lot you can um prepare for for like the sufferings of life but when it comes to like life in general and you know the the tests the tests outside of school and like the tests of life that you'll eventually come to uh, wait, what exactly was the question again do you learn more from studying for those tests of life or actually going through them for for that i don't think there's i don't think there's any studying that you can do like i said there's nothing you can really prepare for in life but that's not where my potential for suffering really lies the potential for suffering for me is it's the road towards happiness right it's the road towards happiness but there's all these things around you that's like that's just potential for suffering and i don't think that you need to go through that suffering i think that you can just walk by it or fight against it directly and not not actually experience it itself that's what i mean by like potential for suffering um the the test the school test kind of analogy didn't really work in my favor because it kind of it kind of blurred what i meant um but i still i i still stand by what i said but it's just it's a different kind of idea when it comes to life itself because there's nothing you can really study for in life so I guess what I'm trying to say is I think there's not amount of studying that you can do and that the suffering that you can lead to is something that you can fight against and reach happiness without actually directly um, experience suffering itself. When you're in life and you can't study for the tests that you 
you have to go through to benchmark which which one is better is if you're faced with a test in life yeah i guess this just goes back to the original question would you rather say that there's suffering on the there's suffering that you have to go through or that there's potential for suffering if you were faced with a test in real life that you had to go through would you rather approach it saying that suffering is going to happen or would you say that suffering may or may not happen i would approach it as suffering may or may not happen just because i don't think that that's this the whole thing is for me is i don't think us humans need to experience suffering like i don't think we need to experience it in order to feel happiness i think just the potential for it itself is good enough and so what this question sounds to me is would you rather experience suffering like experience unnecessary suffering and then go to happiness or would you rather just have that potential for suffering and eventually reach the same amount of happiness so that that's why this um that question is for me it's kind of it's different because i don't think we need to experience suffering i don't think we need to do that i'm going to ask you so what do you think and after you answer we should probably go to a break but what do you think i'm going to maintain the fact that if you're faced with these uh these tests that you have to go through knowing that you're going to suffer when you're in it makes you better off coming out the other end i i think just from a neurological standpoint from things that i've listened to like you have to know that you're in the shit to really focus on what you're doing by the end of it or when you have your resting period you'll internalize these things and really just change change your brain around in order for you to not experience that same test the same way the next time like you'd be more ready for it and you'd be more ready to challenge it and take it head on so what that comes down to though is is deciding right then and there that if you if you're met with a test from uh from a thousand years ago if you were met with like this beast that you had to fight or else you die and your choices were to stay still go backwards or go forwards the ultimate thing would be for you to go forwards and from doing that that would give you the most benefit if you were to survive because it would instill in your brain you can go forward next time and it will be okay mm-hmm. and that's like the most valuable thing that you can get out of these experiences and these tests right and this is all coming from this guy that i've been listening to called andrew huberman uh if you guys want to check him out very very good content and i'm i'm saying my argument is that maybe when you acknowledge that there's suffering on the other side for sure then you're more likely to go forward rather than staying still or going backwards that's like the core of it maybe that if you can acknowledge that there's suffering for sure then you'd go forward yeah i have other things to say about that but we should go to a break let the sponsors say what they have to say what do you think yes okay we'll be back right after this and we are back so before the break francis you came up with a really good point and i was trying to think about it while we were taking the break a little bit more and I think it's kind of like the same it's a beast kind of argument but in this one I'm trying to take it to relationships now. So given the same situation if there's a really pretty girl there and I mean like 10 out of 10 like she's completely out of your league uh, right completely out of your league scary are you going to step what was it stay still take a step back or go forward? 
I think it depends on how pure this this idea you have of there's going to be suffering there is. Because if you <laughs> uh, if you start second guessing yourself and taking yourself out of that pure, okay, if I do this, I will get hurt. There is no there's no there's no getting around it. I will somehow through this experience not be what I was before going into this experience. Like I, I I'd have to go through some suffering. And if you have that and you know that for sure and this is something that you want and it's a beast then i think i think yeah you'd go forward just in my mind probably right from from just that pure acknowledgement that there's going to be some suffering going into it i guess if you if you muddle that in any way maybe it's going to be saying like yeah i guess i'll just go on the attack for a little bit maybe you say that there's potential for not suffering but maybe happiness and you get into your head and you start creating these expectations and and you argue with yourself and it takes up more mental energy so you're just stagnating and you stop and that's where it leads just stopping or maybe going backwards because you reason out to yourself that it's not worth it but rather than saying to yourself just plain and simple that there's going to be some suffering going into this and I'm okay with that because even if there is there's going to be growth and there's going to be benefit from the other end coming out the other end then I think it's easier to go forward and and get all the benefits from from going forward. Okay, yeah, there's a whole thing in there that I want to get into later. But the reason why I brought this up initially, if you're going, um, would it would it change anything if I had said she's a nine out of ten instead of a ten out of ten? Pro- probably not. Okay, so yeah. uh, for the sake of this argument, let's say she's a nine out of ten. Okay, she's a nine out of ten. I now I'm thinking of this both of our ideas. If you go up to this person and there's potential for suffering, I feel like wouldn't you go up to this person a little bit more confidently than knowing that there is suffering right away? Because let's say let's say that she rejects you. She rejects you on um and you believe that there's potential for suffering and she rejects you. Then that potential for suffering actually happened. Right? So you ex- experience suffering. So that's fine. Okay, because that's like again, it's part of it. But then in the next situation, if there's a ten out of ten girl, w- and you go up to her the same way, there's still potential for suffering at that point. Still potential for suffering, and but there's still that chance of no suffering at all. But in the other hand, if you go up to the nine out of ten girl, and you know for sure there's going to be suffering, would you still have that same confidence going up to a ten out of ten girl? Okay, wait, clarify again. So you go up to the 9 out of 10, or the, the 10 out of 10, the dime, and you know that there's potential for suffering? And then you go yes. to the the 9 out of 10 girl, and then you say that there is potential for suffering again. Uh, no, I'm saying, like, if you go up, if let's say you have the idea in your head, it's potential for suffering, and you go up to this 9 out of 10 girl, 9 out of 10 girl, and she says... No, thank you. So that situation is considered, in a way, suffering. So that situation itself. Now, the next situation, you go up to a 10 out of 10 girl. And again, there's still potential for suffering. Um, There's a certain level of confidence that comes with that when there's only potential for suffering. When there's potential for it, there's a certain level of confidence. Now, on the other hand... If you go up to a, the same nine out of ten girl, but in this in this scenario, you have the mindset that there is suffering. There's going to be suffering, and she says no, right? She says no, thank you, 
and you see a 10 out of 10 girl, right? Would your confidence be the same going up to the 10 out of 10 girl or would it be less mm. than, than, sorry, it would be less than potential for suffering, that kind of mindset. Which in, in which one of those two would have more confidence or if there's equal amount of confidence, more or less, which one? Ooh, that's true. I think they bring different energies. Yeah, yeah. I think you'd be. I think you'd be less confident, but I wouldn't say confident more than I would say less energetic or bring the same amount of energy to this ten out of ten. This dime. I think after that kind of defeat, with the potential, you'd still have energy. With the potential mindset, you'd always have energy because, at the end of the day, you can never bottom out in that kind yeah. of mindset, right? Exactly. You're always yeah. gonna have like a. You're always going to have a, a minimum because you know that there's always going to be a potential for something good happening. So you re, so you kind of, I don't know, rely on that? Would you agree mm-hmm. with that? Rely on yeah, that? Okay, I think so. so. Then, so then you're there and then, yeah, you're always going to have this baseline. But with the, with the knowledge that there's always going to be suffering, I think your low is much lower, but that's just in terms of energy. So I don't know if that's a bad thing, though. Maybe that's not a bad thing. And this is my argument. Like maybe it's just a more real kind of personality, knowing that there's a knowing that there's suffering that that's a part of life and that there's a part of that there's a suffering that's a part of everything. I feel like that brings its own sort of sort of authenticity to it, just in my mind. I don't know if you agree. This is very like it's very weird kind of thinking on my end, but I think if you were to go up to a girl and say that yeah, this girl just dumped me over there. <laughs> yeah. But how are you? You know? And just but just and just going with it and saying like, yeah, you know, life sucks. Or not not life sucks, but there's there's a degree of pain that comes with every interaction that requires you that 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 can either have a good or bad outcome, right? There's a degree of pain. Ah. So so then so then you go up to this uh, 10 out of 10 girl and you're saying oh yeah this girl just dumped or, or this girl just rejected me <laughs> how's it going how's your night going <laughs> like i think that's that's got its own sort of that's got its own sort of vibe that i can i can go along with you know that i can see is more like it's kind of honest even though it's not okay as, uh, there's something there that you said that i went ah about because you said the you don't know if the outcome's going to be good or bad or something like that. It was something along those lines. And that's kind of what I'm speaking to. What I'm speaking to is not knowing the outcome, if it's going to be good or bad. The potential of the outcome being good or bad is good enough to control the situation, right? That's that's my whole thing is the control. If knowing that there's going to be suffering, is the control is no longer yours, I think. Once the the only part of control there is like you like you have control over yourself and how you can handle the situation right how you can handle the situation but when there's potential for it it's not about how you can handle the situation it's more of like what you can do to avoid not avoid but like to win the situation that's what i'm speaking to is that outcome that not knowing for the outcome is the best part because that what that's what creates like so many characters that's what creates character development now in both in both ways like if you if you go through suffering and then happiness that creates the same amount of character development but and i'm not arguing against that that's not what i'm arguing against my what i'm arguing against is the you don't have to experience suffering that part is what i'm arguing against 
but you can create the same person through both doors. But the not knowing the outcome part is something that I think is the best part because it's something that you can, con- you can basically control right now. You know, it's kind of, it goes back to that hope, that kind of hope, right? You have that hope for a good ending, right? You have that hope. You can't control the future, but what you can do is focus on now to make a better future. And that to me is what potential for suffering is exactly like. Um, work on right now and not worry about, you know, the future as much. Because when you focus on right now, your future will be better already. And that's kind of like how the potential for suffering works for me. Ooh, okay, okay. But okay, then who's not to say though that you're not going to be focusing on the right now when you go into a situation knowing that there's going to be suffering already? Because because if you're... So that's the thing. Because now you know if you're going into it and you know there's going to be suffering, but at the same time, you know there's going to be happiness. That's what you mean. Is that what you mean? Like the control? Because yeah. right. by controlling, you control your mind to say that this, the first step is to suffer and then you're going to have happiness afterwards. Going into the situation, you're going to say to yourself, okay, suffering is going to occur and then you're going to have to endure it. That's, that's no question. But then afterwards, whatever happens, you're going to be better off because you went and you did it and you went for it. In my mind, that's like, it takes away more uncertainty than saying that there's potential in there being suffering or, you know, uh, a, a good outcome coming out of the situation. Because when you when you know that there's suffering that's going to happen, then you can immediately put your brain into an action kind of state rather than saying, rather than having that internal conversation with yourself and saying that if there's potential that's going to, that, that there's going to be a good thing that occurs here and I have to work towards making this outcome the best I can be. Would you say there's more value when there's certainty or when there's uncertainty? Yeah, when there's certainty. I think this is yeah, this more is, value this is another, than certainty. Yeah, yeah. So then let me ask you this. Which is better, the expectations placed on the process or the result? Uh, the process, I'd say. Okay, so if the expectations placed on the process then there's no certainty for a good result. It's kind yeah. of moving away to suffering a little bit. I'm going to try to make a parallel here. But would you agree or disagree to that? Uh, I agree to that. I agree to that, yeah. If you think there's more value in certainty than uncertainty, but you also think that there's, it's better to have expectations on the process rather than result, wouldn't, wouldn't you say that's um, counter argument? Oh, what's the fucking word for that? Uh, what, yeah. What's the word? Contradiction. Counter- contradiction. Yeah. yeah. What is, don't you think that's a contradiction? Yeah, I'm trying to understand. I remember what the fucking question was. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so if if you think that there's more value in certainty rather than uncertainty, but also think that there's more, it's better to have expectations on the process rather than than the result. Wouldn't you say that's a contradiction? So I say that there's value in certainty. Okay. I say that there's value in certainty. And I also say that there is more value in focusing on the process rather than the result. And you're saying that the process is very uncertain because the result is uncertain. It, is uncertain because uh, the process. <laughs> We're going in circles now. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So if you value the process, then you can't value uncertainty. 
uh, then you can't value certainty is what you're saying, right? Yes. That yes. makes sense. Okay. So, yeah. So then, yeah. So yeah, that's what I mean. Like I value uncertainty more than certainty because think about it. If you're even in school, if you're certain, right, if you know, and the teacher said this, everyone's getting a B in this class, everybody, you don't have to study. You don't have to do anything. Everyone's getting a B. This is a test that they did in my philosophy class. And everyone's like, okay, fine by me. Let's not go to class. Let's not do any of it. <laughs> but if there's uncertainty, if there's uncertainty that you're going to pass the class even, wouldn't you work harder? Wouldn't there's, isn't there more value in uncertainty rather than certainty? Interesting. Would you disagree now that there's more value? Or sorry, would you agree now that there's more value in the potential? Because the potential is uncertain. You don't know. Rather than rather than the certainty of you will suffer, you will find happiness after. That's certain. That's a certain truth. And I think there's more value knowing that it's uncertain. This door is un there's it's un it's an uncertain area. You don't know what's gonna happen. I think there's more value in that. Again, I I think you will in both cases, I do believe you will reach the same amount of happiness. I do think that. I don't think you need to experience suffering to reach that happiness. I think it's a two door that you can enter. Um, I just think that more often than not, we choose the potential for suffering rather than experiencing suffering itself because us humans aren't built to withstand a lot of suffering. We're built to cope with it. We're not built to withstand it. So there's a certain threshold that we would say, I'm not going to go forward in this, in this instance. I believe that. Yes. With all that being said, would you... Yeah. Do you still think there's more value in certainty or uncertainty? Now, whatever your answer here, it doesn't have to... It doesn't really mean your belief on this suffering. It doesn't really change anything. But I just want to know now, is there more value in uncertainty or uncertainty? Bro, I think you've changed my mind. <laughs> I, not... not I, I, think, I, think, I think in terms of the certainty and uncertainty part, there is... Ah... Right. Uh, there's clear value in certainty, though. Of course. I mean, it's it's like a in, in construction management. If you know that something's gonna happen, then you can choose a lower price, and everybody's happy. You know that kind of thing. However far that gets you, though, like it's pretty set. You can't go any farther than that. There's a there's a question here of infinity, because I could bring up the fact that. If you're always aware that there's suffering that's going to occur, the ceiling that you have set for yourself is infinitely high rather than there being a, a lower ceiling because you're subject to the whims of uncertainty, which mm -hmm. is only as high as the environment that you're put in because you know the environment decides really what where things will go because of the uncertainty that's inherent with the environment when you try and formulate things and formalize things and make things so that they're predictable there's value in that because the more you can do that the more you can do and in that sense it's a good thing but in situations where there's just too many things where you, that's not possible would there be a higher ceiling because you realize that there is just no controlling, there's no controlling some situations? 
would you be would you be better off knowing that there's just yeah i think i think i think you would embracing that potential mindset of it would you ever see yourself um uh being the dude who just knows what's gonna happen and uh, would you see that going well or no. do you think that's just not okay i don't think so no yeah okay then yeah then in that case there is just like i don't the reason why i brought up this uncertainty and certainty is again i'm looking at this from a philosophical perspective and that's kind of how i'm basing this whole thing off of but yeah no i definitely think that life is uncertain and that's why there's potential for everything and obviously we will experience suffering i mean i have already france i'm sure you have so before let's take one more break and uh real quick before we take a break are you are you you're still on we still have different stances on this for suffering don't we yeah i'm trying to process all this information right now that's why i went on that long spiel trying to think out loud yeah maybe i'll have something after the break but uh right now it's pretty up in the air all right let's then let's take a quick break let the sponsor say what they have to say yes yes good idea we'll be back right after this and we're back from the break uh (laughs) so i was thinking about this and let's think of it from this perspective okay okay can we agree that going into the situation where you have this three-way decision of staying put going backwards or going forwards that going back oh sorry going forwards is always the best decision to make and yes will grant you the best for your future okay so yes. then we can think about this whole argument in terms of what will allow somebody to go forward more often and okay. i think that would be the understanding that there is a sort of certainty in what's in what lies ahead that there's suffering that lies ahead and i think this because when you know that there's going to be a degree of suffering that you're going to have to endure and you're ready for it and you do that again and again then it becomes this habit once it becomes a habit then there is a high probability or a high certainty that somebody will always go forward and this is kind of like the probability the chances way of looking at it and i think it's true because you just build build a person who is always going to go forward because of the knowledge that there's going to be some suffering that lies ahead it's a suffering that they're used to and that they're willing to endure every single time like the question the question is whether or not you think that if you were to instill this idea that there's a potential for suffering and i guess a potential for happiness within a person going into any situation would that person be more willing to go forward or backwards on the same level they would equally want to go forward because and on one hand how do i say on on the one hand where there's certain there's it's for sure you're going to be suffering i feel like that focuses on the future right it focuses on you know the happiness that's going to come but when there's the potential for suffering that focuses on hope it focuses on the on hope it's something that's that's why i like using hope as part of my anchor for this argument 
is, and I, it's because I firmly believe this, I think hope is the most powerful emotion. When, when there's certainty that there will be suffering and happiness too, it focuses a lot on the happiness part, right? Because you have to endure that suffering. But when there's potential for suffering, there's no more focus on the future. The focus is on now because then you don't want to experience that suffering. You can work on now to experience happiness right now. Okay, I'm going to bring up something and tell me if you agree that both of these are equally valid, but it's about how young you are, how young you are when you have to make these decisions. I'll tell you why. Because if you're older and you have knowledge behind you, then saying that suffering is going to come is sort of a more of a certainty, but you've already gotten years to back what you're about to endure and you can go about doing it and it's easy and nothing is going to come out of it but happiness most of the time because you've gone through it, you know what you're doing. By the end of it, you're, get, you're probably going to be better off than before you entered. But when you're young, you don't know what's going on. Knowing that there's hope there and saying to yourself that there's potential for anything to happen, but to be able to have that baseline and put in the energy that somebody with a lot of hope and a lot of willingness <laughs> for, for, for life, I guess, I don't know, to input into the situation just has a lot more value than for somebody who's, I think, kind of just jaded knowing that there's going to be suffering <laughs> that's in the situation. What you said in the beginning, do you agree that both of these arguments are valid? I've said, I think I've said this bef in the, earlier in the podcast, but both of these arguments are valid. I think I, I genuinely believe that you can reach this equal amount of happiness if you had taken either one of these two paths. It'd be the, it would still be the same finish line, is what I'm kind of saying. But on one hand, is there's more suffering versus on the other hand, there's less suffering. It's just more... Would you say which one was more work, do you think? Knowing knowing that there is suffering and that you have to go through it, and is that more work that you're going through it versus the potential for it and working so that you don't go into the suffering? Which one do you think is more work? Mm, yeah, I think it depends on your experience, and that's why I say it's, a, oh. it's an old man's game, right? Because right. if you go into it knowing that there's suffering and you've gone through the suffering a bunch of times and there's going to be less suffering for you once you enter because you've done it already you've gone through it you're you're battle hardened if you're going into it for the first time knowing that there's suffering but not knowing what you're doing in that situation i'll take me as an example and in going into engineering kind of having that mentality actually knowing that there's suffering that's going to be on the other side of the door and kind of at every turn recognizing the suffering that i have to go through day after day it's tough it kind of it could have gone either way that there might have been potential for suffering or much better things would have made me much happier when those victories came around. Because when those victories come around, you wouldn't treat it as a victory if you were in this suffering mentality, right? You just mm. treat it as another thing you'd have to go through. And I think that's the big distinction here. If you were to go through something knowing that there's potential for suffering, then any victory you get is a big victory. Yes. But then if you go into something knowing that suffering is a certainty and that way, way at the end is going to be some sort of payoff, then every small victory is going to be just brushed away because of that end goal. Yo, I see that. 
and so i'm thinking right now like i, I gotta start thinking like a young <laughs> a young man dude i've been thinking like an old dude this whole time Shit. oh my god okay i have one more argument here and this is this is my other argument that i really wanted to focus on but before i get into it has your mind changed yet yes sir it has yes sir i think it's because oh. they, they both have value and i won't i yes, won't true i won't make my uh no uh, i 100 percent agree i 100 percent yeah. agree my points for the fact that you enter something knowing that there's suffering that's going to be there i won't i won't say that that is belittled in any way because i still believe that 100 percent. but i believe that there's times for that kind of mentality and there's times for the mentality of there being a potential of suffering because of what i said just now like when you believe that there's a potential for suffering entering something that you don't know anything about then you can rest assured knowing that whatever is to come is going to is going to be high and it's going to be low but everything is going to have value more more so than if you enter something knowing that there's suffering because nothing is going to have value until the very end Okay, well, in that case, do you still want to hear my final point, my closing yeah. argument? Yes, okay. I do. So what do you think is the most, the, the ultimate form, the ultimate form of suffering and the ultimate form of happiness? I think the ultimate form of happiness is knowing that you've created happiness in others that will last. Damn. Okay, <laughs> shit. Um, I was going to say heaven and hell, but <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> you like I didn't that think one? you'd go there. Yeah, I, I really like that one. Nice. Because <laughs> to some degree, I, I, I do agree to, the, to that. Heaven and hell is the ultimate form of suffering and happiness to me. And so, like I said in my hypothesis, is I don't think you need to know. I think... You need to know suffering. What? I think you need to know what suffering is to experience happiness. Yeah, you need to know what it is. You need to know it. And so if you think of the ultimate form of suffering is hell, you know that hell is happening. You know that is what ultimate suffering is. You don't have to directly experience that suffering. Just the knowledge that there could be suffering is good enough. So likewise, if you don't, ha you don't have to go to hell, which is the ultimate form of suffering, to then experience happiness. Simply knowing that there could be suffering is good enough to be happy right now. Mm. That is my closing argument. Mm, okay. So the knowledge that there's hell makes you work better now to not have to endure it. If you take the suffering and happiness to its extremes... To the its extremes, that's what it looks like. Um, it's a really big picture to look at. And it's not like super practical, but in a big sense, that's what the argument for me it kind of boils down to. Okay. Then there's okay, there's this ar <laughs> there's this argument drawing parallels from that argument. What if hell is now but heaven <laughs> is <Jeez>. for sure? <laughs> okay. So that's a really good argument. I can't, I can't even fight against that because though that's a fair argument. But the thing is, is you don't know. That's the uncertainty of it. That's true. 
that's I guess I do have an argument against that. But it's the uncertainty of we don't know if this is hell that we're in right now and we don't actually know if there's heaven at all. And see that's the value in uncertainty. If there was if it was certain that you're going to either heaven or hell, if everyone knew this, this is a fact, somehow God came down and just said, Hey everyone, heaven and hell. That it exists. Right. <laughs> if he comes down and says that. There's the value in certainty right there is that everyone's gonna become a good person. Everybody. Like it's just it's just gonna be easy to think, why the hell would I wanna go to hell? I'd rather mm-hmm. be in heaven. Mm-hmm. But the value in uncertainty is because you don't know. And that's the beautiful part about life, I think. Is that we really don't know. We don't know what our next step is going to look like. It just there's potential for good and bad. And that's what makes right now so beautiful. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Ah oh, shit. There was something I was gonna say too that was kinda funny. I forgot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, yeah, it's totally unrelated. This is off on a tangent. Sorry if I'm kind of diluting <laughs> okay. your message. It was a really good message. Like, like I felt that. But um, yeah, no, here's a funny thing. Like there was this thing that I saw um, on Reddit. I think I can't really give credit to whoever did it because I totally forgot. But it was this funny thing. Like, if you could say something to every human on Earth and just whisper it to them, and have them <laughs> think that it was just to them. Like, what would you say? Have you seen this before? It's so funny. Yeah, I, I think so. I've seen so <laughs> many comments of this, but what was the what was the original one? He was saying that, uh, I am God. <laughs> the one, the one that you believe is the right God. <laughs> and, then, and then, and then just, just see like the world, like, like oh, implode. Yeah. Everything would collapse. Yeah, everything would collapse. <laughs> like that's, that's pretty fucked. But anyways, that would that'd be messed up because you're just sitting on your couch. You're like, I started that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm their god. Yeah. <laughs> that was me. That's uh, that's pretty messed. No, oh. I, I've seen that, but that I've seen so many comments of like of like different versions of that. But that is the funniest one. Like that would create so much chaos. I don't know what else to talk about. Yeah. Do you have any uh, closing arguments there, or let's see. Uh, yeah um, you changed my mind because now now feeling like there is uncertainty gives hope and i like that a lot like my goal here to be honest it wasn't to change your mind because i do think that both of these have and have value in them like both of these doors but what my goal was to to say that I've said this so many times in the episode, but my goal was to say that you don't have to experience suffering. Like we don't, as human beings, we don't need to experience that from one situation to the other. They're both independent situations. And since they're both independent, and all of them are all independent situations from the other, um, the potential is just as equals. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know how else to say that, but yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's not like you're asking for it, but you kind of stumble upon suffering as needed throughout your life. Mm, yeah. Okay. Rather than trying to say that it's there and it's going to be there to begin with and just to be... Yeah. And just to acknowledge that to such an extent that whatever you... Like, this is part of my closing argument, I guess, that whatever you face, any test that you face, you're going to say that... <clears throat> sorry. That you're willing to take it on because 
whatever comes, you can expect it to be really shitty. That's yes. the argument for the other thing. It's the certainty that by the end of that shittiness, you're going to have something that's very, very valuable. Mm-hmm. And that's got its value. But yeah. what I'm saying is for me, which is how you change my mind, at this point in my life, I should kind of be more on the potential side. So I'm <laughs> I don't want to like, be an old man. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be an old man. <laughs> I don't want to be sad. <laughs> yeah. And at, the, and at the end of the day, even old people who take on this potential kind of mentality have a life to them, which is valuable. Not too much of it, though, because our elderly need to be really, really hunkered down. <laughs> Yo, what you... what? I think it's true. No, I think it's true because that gives them like that knowledge. You don't want to have oh. like a. Oh, yeah. You want to have like an old person in the corner who's just really wise, who you can go do anything with. And they're just always there, you know, eating rice out of a bowl or something. And they're just like chilling. Okay. And that's good. That's nice. Yeah. There's like there's value in knowing that something's always going to be the same, you know. And I think that's like I think that's the biggest the biggest argument for knowing that there's suffering to come because there's certainty, but at the same time there's no there's no life. There's no life, right? Cuz uh life in the sense Ooh. that there's no like there's no there's no exuberance. I think I think that's a better word, exuberance rather than life. Cuz there's life in like and people who are just chilling right, out yeah, yeah. And, and knowing what they know and just the infinite wisdom that they have with them. Uh, there's life there, but there's no exuberance because it's just certain all the time. And that's value. That's valuable. But then where your potential comes and really turns that on his head is just knowing that there's life to this life. There's like exuberance and there's there's. Yeah, I'm not going to say beauty because beauty can exist in both things. But I don't know. Like, there, there's got to be a word for this. There's, uh, I don't know. It's just looking at a, looking at a real, <laughs> like, seeing a, like, like that idea of love at first sight. I think that's, uh, that kind of encapsulates what I'm trying to get at right now. Beauty in the sense of that other thing where you know that they're suffering. I think that word is serenity. Ah yes, right. That yes. old person who's just chilling there. That's that's Serene. that's gotta be the word. Serenity, right? But I don't know. Like, what is it for the other thing? Ah, uh, exuberance. I think that's a good one. We talked about a lot of things today, everybody. Uh, so the so the big topic was suffering, and the two views that we have on it. And I'll quickly go over it. Um, my view was that. You enter a situation knowing that suffering is there. And by the end of that suffering, you will get something that is of much value. And Vincent was saying that before you enter that door, the mindset of knowing that there's a potential for suffering allows you to take, allows you to be Ah oh, shit! I can't explain it. Like I know, I know what I, I know what it means, and I have that feeling that I know what it means. Can you explain it, <laughs> please? <laughs> um, like what my argument is? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. My basic argument is that I don't think we need to suffer in order to be happy. I think knowing that there's potential for suffering is good enough for us to reach happiness. 
but because we are human, we will experience suffering. And um, I think there's two doors that you can enter here. Either you can live through um, suffering and then happiness, or just simply knowing that there could be suffering. Either door you pick, you're going to reach the same finish line. Like you will both, you will be happy either way. Um, it's just a matter of which one would you rather pick. That's my argument. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so let me get this straight. So you don't, so so what I'm saying is that, so my argument was that there was this door and you enter it knowing, either knowing that there's suffering and that there's good things on the end, at the end, or you enter this door knowing that suffering doesn't have to occur. Mm-hmm. And by knowing, and, and with that knowledge. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, no, I I, I lost it already. Because I want to know, uh, Vinny, I want to know, I want to know what your thinking was behind this because it's so important to me because it's just such a good way of looking at life sometimes. I'm trying to think. There's a door that says that there's going to be um, suffering and happiness. And the other door says potential suffering, right? So one is certain suffering and certain happiness and the other one is uncertain suffering and i think that picking uncertain suffering is more exciting it's just better than certain suffering uncertain yeah right that was that was basically my uh that my point there uncertain suffering versus suffering plus happiness okay i'll leave it at that take of that what you will i think that just encapsulates what we're trying to say here yeah does need we say more I don't think so. Yeah. No, I don't um, think so either. So then, yeah, we we encourage you guys to think on this on your own, whether you are on one side more than another, whether you agree that there is a mixture of both that we require in our long, long lives. Um, what else should we talk about, Vinny? Here's a question that I have, though. Here's a question that I have. Okay. This whole thing with a baby, right? Whether or not You're the right. baby, uh, <laughs> what was it? Suffering is the first step because as a baby you cry. Do you think that that's more on one side of our argument or the other side? Because I'm seeing both sides now. Like, oh, you are. Yeah. Oh, I see it. You I see, see it. it. Do you see I it? see it. I do see it now. Because because as a baby okay. you cry mm-hmm. with the uncertainty that you're not gonna get what you need. Yep. Yep. But then once you do, it's all it's all chill. But then on the other side, you're a baby and you cry because you know that life in its current form is just suffering and that you got to get through it because you're going to grow up and you're going to be a going to be a human being that can move around and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I see. That's oh. exactly how I see the both in this. Because at first I was like, this is this is straight up Francis's argument. It's if he anchored his whole argument behind this. There's no way I'm going to convince him that there's two things to this. But at the moment you said there's it's both. It hit me and and I agree with everything you just said just then. Bro, I'm about to cry myself, dude. Yeah, I think that I'm down. I think that a bigger cry, a more a more a, a more beautiful cry happens when you don't know what the hell is going to go what the hell is going to happen. Mm-hmm. When you have when you have that uncertainty 
tell me if you agree or not but like when you have the uncertainty and you don't know what's going to happen and you don't know what's going on that cry is just so much more cathartic like please just tell me what's happening tell me what's going on but that's part of that's part of being young and being like that exuberance i guess side of it that's uh that's the that's that good suffering you know what i'm saying <laughs> that's the that's the good suffering <laughs> that's that good suffering oh shit okay um yeah i do actually just because you said the good suffering i think i think yeah that there's there's all kinds of suffering just like there's different kinds of stress there's different kinds of suffering um and the best kind of suffering like we just said is that uncertainty because that uncertainty of suffering means that there's there's uncertainty for happiness too i don't actually know if that makes any sense but in my head it made sense when i thought of it so when i listen back to this and it doesn't make sense i'm gonna cut it out but <laughs> anyways <laughs> no no that makes sense did it make sense? Makes sense yeah it makes sense to me okay because when i said it as i was saying i'm like this doesn't really make any fucking sense but okay anyways yeah um like francis said uh there's we encourage you guys to think with us uh, we have our social medias in every description of every episode so please go share your thoughts with us i read and comment every single uh i read and comment back every single comment that we get on tiktok and instagram i love talking to nestor nestor has commented a few times oh actually and, oh yeah, my man he deleted one comment and i replied oh, no. to it before he deleted it oh, and then damn. <laughs> I tried sending it as a deleted comment by by, by uh, writer or whatever. So I took a screenshot, sent it to him, and he posted another one right after. And we had a conversation about it. But um, yeah, I Beautiful. love reading the comments and talking back to people. So we love that. We love all of that. We do. And um, that being said, thank you guys so much for vibing with us on Late Night Chill Vibes. Mm. I'm your host, Vincent. And I'm Francis. And... We'll see you guys all next week. Thank you so much for listening. We love you all. We love you all.